Welcome back to Views from the 50, an NFL podcast where we provide coverage on all things NFL. I'm your co-host, El Jefe, and I'm joined here by my fellow members of the SFN crew. How y'all doing tonight? Men's calm. <laughs> Body is sore, man. It's been a very long day. It's a very good workout in the gym. Listening to Ray Lewis' motivational speeches. So, very long day. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get right into it, fellas. Talking about motivational speeches. There's a team that definitely needs a motivational speech after Sunday night. I'm talking about the Jalen Hurts-led um, Eagles and Tua. Tua definitely needs that uh, motivational speech after that game, after that match, that first matchup since they were both on Bama. And now the Eagles also got a trade-off. They got a new safety on their team and a new wide receiver. We uh, brushed up on that last week. But they got two new weapons on their team that can help them out this season. Um, you know, hopefully for me, I, I hope neither of them does any good for them. But that's just me personally. But other than that, just, just being unbiased, uh, I don't really think Julio Jones is that guy anymore. So I don't think he's necessarily going to do them any good. But as far as... Um, that safety pickup, I I think he'll be a little bit more better than Julio Jones pickup. I for them, I think he'll help them a little bit more than Jones will as far as uh, their trades go. But also, uh, I did see right before we started this, Jalen Ramsey's back for the Dolphins this week, so hopefully they won't give up 31 points again. But again, they're playing the Patriots this week, who don't really seem to click that well. But we'll see what happens. How, how'd y'all feel about that Sunday night matchup, though? I would say that I thought that the Dolphins would have been a little bit more prepared. But as we are seeing this year, when the Dolphins go up against somebody real, um, they get a little bit exposed. Buffalo put up 40-plus. Philadelphia, once they finally turned on the Jets, <clears throat> you know, no pun intended because obviously the Jets play in the division. But once the Eagles, you know, decided to finally turn it on, they shut down the Dolphins for what it's worth and put up the extra 14 points that they needed, even though Jalen Hurst did throw a pick six. The Dolphins getting back Jalen Jalen Ramsey. I don't know if you mentioned. I'm sorry, but yeah, Jalen Ramsey. You know, they get Jalen Ramsey back this this week against the Patriots, so that'll be good for them in their secondary. So they'll be able to match up against other teams going forward. I think that's what hurt them when they were going up against the real teams because they didn't have you know a cornerback like Jalen Ramsey's prowess, even though he's had a little bit of injury bug over the past couple of seasons. But the Eagles attaining Kevin Biard. Biard, I want to say that's how you pronounce his name. That's going to be big for them. He's a two-time All-Pro safety as well as two-time, obviously, two-time All-Pro. He's going to be two-time Pro Bowl. So that's just another weapon to that to add to the Philadelphia team. And Julio Jones, even though he's not, obviously, Atlanta Julio Jones, he does still probably have the ability to take the top off of defenses, which Devontae Smith already was doing anyway. But, you know, you line up those three with um, Dallas Goddard as well. Jalen Hurts just has another weapon at his disposal. And we all know that Philadelphia likes to run those verticals. They can hit A.J. Brown. They can hit Julio Jones now. They can hit Devontae Smith. There's a lot of guys that Jalen Hurts has, and as well as the tush push that, you know, everybody loves or everybody in Philadelphia loves. Everybody else around the league hates. So, you know, it's good for Philadelphia. Miami just needed another wake-up call. We'll see what happens this week going up against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So, I want to say good luck to the Dolphins, but I don't really bang with them like that for my own personal reasons. Jesus Christ. Hey, man. I, that's ridiculous. What? Uh, the Ben? Nothing. No, it has nothing to do with anybody on this podcast. It's just, you know, I, I can't really see the Dolphins succeed. It's just not my thing. Even though my grandmother loves the Dolphins. Shout out to my grandma, but it's over for them. It's quiet for them boys. I mean, I got them cooking y'all, but that's besides the point. That's neither here nor there. I mean, they're they're really fast on the field, so I I think if the Cowboys can get the Tua, uh, I think we stand a chance. That's really where our bread is going to be buttered. We have to find a way to get the Tua because if we cannot, it's going to be a very long day for the Dallas Cowboys. I will say that objectively speaking, if we can't get the Tua, it's going to be a very long day for us, especially yeah. without Diggs out there. Yeah. It'll be a very long. Yeah, time. that's 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 really the big issue because like I'm I'm okay with Stephon Gilmore, maybe checking Eric Waddle with having some help over top, but without Wait, him trade, having to be lined up. Trade deadlines today, right? No, we're it's we're we're coming up on it. It's it's uh, Halloween actually. 
Oh yeah, that's right. They have a week. They have a week. They have a week. So yeah, it probably won't yeah, be any, the Cowboys. Probably won't be anything crazy drastic till next week. It'll be after the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Cowboys are smart. They'll try to go out there and get Patrick Sertain. Apparently, Denver's offing up, um, you know, the ransom. They're giving up all their players. So, you know, somebody has to make a decision in, in the front office in Dallas. Either Jerry Judy or Patrick Sertain. I personally would want Patrick Sertain, but that's just me. Yeah, some, some I mean, Patrick Sertain would be a good addition for you guys, but I don't feel like you guys have enough to give to be able to acquire him. Jared oh. Judy, I feel like Jared Judy is a safer pick for Jones because he he gives less. Like for 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 Jared Judy, currently you probably could give maybe a third, maybe a third, maybe and maybe two fourths, or like two fourths and a, or a third. I should say it like that. For Jared Judy, Philadelphia Philadelphia has been robbing Tennessee for basically nothing, and they're getting they got an All Pro safety and they got AJ Brown for next to nothing. And Derek the Cowboys. Henry, Derek Henry is getting moved too. I want this to be known. Derek Henry will be moved before the trade deadline. Are you putting already, that on wax? They already said they were going to move him. Okay. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's news to me. No, he, he said that that was going into week four. They had mentioned mm-hmm. that they were looking to find him somewhere, and they were in talks with him to try to find a contender of exactly where would what would be suitable for where he would go. He wants to go somewhere that's going to contend and get to the playoffs. So the question is, who are they going to be able to trade him to that they're going to get value from? And granted, you have to also take into account his age as well. And and also, he's been running back. He's been running behind a – I don't even want to say decent. I'll use – I'll say a mid-offensive line currently. So it's – and what? Who's been – who's quarterback there? Is is, Le, is Levis starting there currently? I do or, believe Will Levis will be starting this week. I think Levis is starting this week, but he hasn't been starting the previous week. Is it who's it? Been? No, he hasn't. No, he's not. I forgot who it was, but besides, that's not right, Tannehill. Tannehill. Yeah, yeah, that's who's still there, Tannehill. Um, so it's just gonna be it's just gonna be interesting to see what unfolds during the trading deadline because, like I said, like and like you mentioned, teams are gonna get desperate for certain needs, especially depending on how the weekend falls. Like potentially maybe some injuries this weekend. Some people may not be healthy, not final final diagnosis on certain players for certain for certain situations. So it's going to be a lot of changing, in my opinion, that's going to go down before Tuesday of next week. But a lot of that is going to go down right after Sunday night, like going into Monday, going into Monday before the game, and then all day Tuesday you're going to have a lot of moves. Oh, Jerry, Steven, do something, please. We're tired of stag being stagnant. Make a move. I'm please, like, like I said, I can't see y'all giving up. Y'all, y'all got to think about it. What are you going to give up for PS2? PS2 is the best defensive player Denver has. So, what would you honestly think that you guys would be comfortable giving up? I really, I'm, I'm really curious. Couple, couple, couple draft picks. Couple draft what, picks. What, now, what numbers mm-hmm. are we referring to? We also have to. Take, I, I, I just want, I want to pick your head. If we if we got some, you know, let's talk it second, into fruition. Let's talk it into fruition for you guys. I'm actually bro, asking, it, 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 there is no it, there's it, no it, talking it, into fruition with the Dallas Cowboys. Hit him, hit him, hit him would, with the hit him with the second and fourth round pick and call it a day. Second, fourth, and another one in the future. Like yeah, next yeah, year, that's fine. Next year, pack two. Yeah, give it to him. Cool. Give him a give second round and fourth round. If we have him, and then give him another second in like 2025 or something. We can get that off. I mean, we we have to do something, man, because Philadelphia Eagles week a year in year out, they're just making moves y'all to become a better franchise. Did y'all play Parsons? No, yeah. No, he's still on his rookie contract. So you still got to pay. So that means if you get PS two, you got to pay Parsons. PS 2s contract will need to be renewed before next year, if I'm correct. There's got to be ways. There's ways to manipulate the salary cap, or you just take that penalty. We have the money for it, man. Yeah, you man. know, these Jerry, guys Jerry just don't want to pay. Done, the, don't want to pay the penalty. I'm just, it's, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hoping, I'm hoping that something happens for y'all, just, just for the sake of y'all sanity for once. It'd be nice to see y'all happy for once, and it comes down to that, you know. Yeah, well, well, speaking of uh, teams though That's that hope. weren't happy this this past week, the Detroit Lions, man, they got absolutely dismantled this past weekend, thirty-eight to six by the Ravens. They couldn't tragic. even put up a point on the board until the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was it was tragic. You got that right, Sav. It was it was tragic. Five sacks, an interception, tragic. Um, golf just could get nothing done. 
But you know uh, why? I'll let you tell finish. Us. Finish. Tell finish. us. Go, tell us. No, tell us why. I want to. Who was Detroit know. missing? That it was the main factor of the win for the last two weeks. Only reason I know this is because I have him, David Montgomery. David Montgomery had what three touchdowns the week before, and then the week before that, I know he had a hundred plus yards and at least a touchdown, maybe two, if I'm correct. I think it was one on the ground and then one receiving, maybe or maybe two on the ground. But it's it's Detroit's always had that style where they like to press the ground and then throw when necessary, and it's just like. It's like Detroit for me. Jared Goff is that one. Jared Goff is that one Madden player you play who he's very technical until he gets uncomfortable in a situation where he has to play outside the box. And without having David Montgomery and not trusting Jamar Gibbs until the fourth quarter when you're already down, it it, it really took away. And I feel like if you would have gave him more touches, I feel like he would have been able to have more effect. I think he only finished with like maybe ten touches, maybe twelve, and I think majority of those came in the second half. So David Montgomery, in my opinion, not being there contributed to the offensive style being capped because, once again, you're not prepared for a running back who you really haven't seen who really hasn't done much. Jamar Gibbs, I want to say, maybe had a touchdown or two prior to a couple weeks going into the game. So it's just one of those situations where your main contributor that you've been relying on is not there, and now you're in a bind because you're not used to playing with this other running back, but yet – He's there, and it's just like, well, damn, how do I maneuver from this? So I feel like golf got shook up a little bit because they weren't getting anything done on the on the ground, and it was one of those things where now you have to maneuver, and, and it was too much for him, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I mean, you look at Jamar Gibbs' stats. He's, he's got, what, 40 less carries. He's played in all five games. He does average about five yards on the ground, five yards per game on the ground. But, I mean, that that is a very valid point. I also think that played a part in it because I, I don't want to necessarily less say that the Lions, like this is more about the Lions' loss and the Ravens just coming out and being impressive and showing that the, the Ravens are, you know, one of the elite teams. I think the Ravens have kind of been looked over, but Lamar Jackson is having an MVP caliber season, you know, similar to where it was prior. He went, what, 21 for 27 for 357 and three TDs against, I mean, a very stout Lions defense, if we're going to be honest. And, for what it's worth, even with David Montgomery, not not to you know say that you're you know because I agree with you, David Montgomery is a big piece. Whether he, whether he was in Chicago and just the way Detroit's offense has been, Detroit's been a very physical team year in and year out. And that's just how Dan Campbell likes to run things. But the the um, sorry, the Baltimore Ravens, their offense was just firing on all cylinders. I think that's what Ravens fans have been waiting for this entire season. They were waiting for this Baltimore team to really show out. I mean, Zay Flowers, what? Four catches for 75 yards. Gus Edwards had a reception, obviously, the, the 80-yard TD. Um, you know, Mark Andrews, four for 63. Odell, even Odell Beckham was was here to the party. You know, Odell, everybody was like, all right, Odell. With Joey Porter Jr. said, hey, man, go home and be a family man. Odell said, no, nah, I still got time. That check is, that check's not ready to be cashed yet, you know. So I, I, I do think Detroit was missing David Montgomery. But even with David Montgomery, who is to say that the, that you know Baltimore still just doesn't put it on? They might have like one or two. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because Baltimore's defense also was firing on all cylinders. You know what I mean? Yep. So, but no, I, I definitely agree with you there. David Montgomery missing for Detroit definitely takes a dimension out of their out of their offense that is obviously part of a well-balanced attack, especially with Jared Goff. You don't want to put too much pressure on Jared Goff. That's what I think we've noticed, you know, with his career. You never want to put too much pressure on Jared Goff. And to your point, there was a lot of pressure on Jared Goff to perform, and he reverted back to the Jared Goff that got him sent out of, um, I guess, St. Louis at the time, or Los Angeles. And it was was very unfortunate to see because, I mean – I was expecting to see a much better performance, a much better game than what we saw. We literally saw just absolute bullying of one team. <laughs> it was, yeah. I mean, hopefully, um, let me see who the Lions play next. Um, hopefully, oh, they they play Monday night against the Raiders. Raiders aren't anything special, so hopefully, the I can see the Lions turning it around on Monday night. Um, but I mean. Phew. 
if they don't. It's it's unfortunate because they they started really well this season. And I was looking. No, for I mean they're still they're, they're still winning. That, they're still winning the NFC North. Yeah, I don't I, think Minnesota think, has much to offer. Yeah, well, Minnesota's starting to click. And I know there were a lot of people saying JJ wasn't coming back because they were one and whatever at the time. But look at them now. I guarantee you, JJ's coming back and he's going to come back with a vengeance. But I, I do agree with you, Tommy. I still got the Lions winning the division. Now, are the Vikings clicking because J.J. is off the field? That's mm. a very good – I mean, probably mm. not. But mm. just, something to, just something to think about. Mm. I don't know. I mean, the defense has been playing a little bit better, um, and that's obviously not because of J.J. So, um, But other than that, I mean – Dan Yeah, it was an interesting game. But we'll get into that. Um, let's get Let's get back on track real quick. Bill got his 300th win against the division rivals Buffalo, and Gasecki hit a gritty again. He striked again. It was, I don't know if y'all got to see that live, but man, that was that was crazy. I watched, I watched actually most of this game. I don't even know why, because I really don't like the Patriots, but I did watch most of this game, especially that fourth quarter. It was a really exciting fourth quarter. If any of y'all got to see it, those last six minutes, Buffalo scored twice. Then Mac Jones did something I didn't think I'd ever see Mac Jones do. But Mac Jones got it done. 15 seconds left on the clock. And Bill got his win. It was it was good to see for Bill, but I mean, it lost I'll say this, it lost me some money, so I was upset. But uh how'd y'all feel about this one? The real issue is that something is going on in Buffalo. And they Stefan Dix has got to get out before before the, the, the boat before the boat six. Hey, come Stephon, join your brother. <laughs> exactly. Figure out somebody talk to the agent. I mean, that's somebody's gotta to come to Dallas for this deadline, man. I'm tired of it. So I was told I was told in the offseason that Stefan Diggs was gonna to come to Dallas by uh, a certain source. I he saw that named. He who will not be named said that he spoke to Stefan himself and Stefan has not come to Dallas. So that's very disappointing to say the least. But, you know, congratulations, Bill, man. I've I've been laughing at clips of Julian Edelman doing your doing the impression of him in you know in practice or whatever. Especially the red gloves. Like, Mr. Red Gloves over here. It's hilarious. But yeah, I, th- I think there's an issue in Buffalo. I don't know what exactly the issue is, but they better resolve it, man, because Buffalo looks like another team that we know about, you know, just High expectations seem to fail. But congratulations. And that gritty by Gisecki. It's my guy. Or Gisecki, how you pronounce his name? What a what a stylish dance, man. But we also need to not make fun of Mac Jones because Mac Jones actually has hit the gritty before. There is a clip of him actually doing the gritty. So he was just making fun of the boy Gisecki. I, you know, I saw that was circling there trying to say Mac Jones didn't know what he was doing. But shout out to Mac Jones giving Bill Belichick his 300 win. Shout out to Wayne. Sorry you couldn't be here, but. We're talking highly of your Patriots, buddy. Yeah, shout out Wayne. <laughs> shout out Wayne and and Mac Jones and Bill getting that three hundred win. Mac Jones, who? Mac Jones. Yes, sir. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Does Taylor Swift really have an effect on Travis's on-field production? Well, if you ask me, the numbers don't lie. If you, I mean, he he, when she's not in attendance, uh, for those few games, his, his numbers were a little down. It wasn't looking too wasn't looking too promising. But other than that, when she's there, I I, I see I see damage being done on the field. So, side note, real quick, I'm sorry, we just talked about the Bills. I just wanted to bring this up. Did y'all know that they signed Josh Norman? Um, what? Are you talking about the cornerback? Yeah. They signed Josh Norman October 10th, and then they put him on the – actually, October 9th, put him on the practice squad October 10th, and they just elevated him and Andy Isabella from the practice squad to the current active roster and placed Dawson um, You mean the the old Josh Norman, the one who used to play for the Commanders and the Panthers? Yes. Yeah, they're doing great. I guess they were the Redskins at the time. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just it was it was just very interesting. I, I thought I was tripping when I seen it. I was like, "Whoa, hold on!" And we were just talking hey, about, it. I mean, yeah. 
Interesting. Hate, hate to see it, Buffalo. Hate to see it. That's tragic. Woo. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do about that. We're going to have to pray for them boys. Actually, I was watching um the He's 92 done. Super Bowl win documentary against Buffalo. We just need Buffalo to go back to you know where they belong. Oh, he's actually playing in the game currently. He has one tackle. Josh Norman? Yes, he's currently playing. Number 29. Kudos to that guy. As a matter of fact, kudos to that guy. Congratulations, man. Welcome back to the league. We love to see it. 35, though? I didn't know he was 35. I knew he was old, but I didn't know he was 35. Hey, man. Let him get to it. Hey, man. Hey, man. F A T your point. I I mean the numbers don't lie. When Travis Travis Kelsey is left to his devices, as they said, I think he only averages like forty some yards, forty five yards, as opposed to when Taylor Swift started showing up, he started averaging around ninety nine yards a game or ninety some yards a game. So you know, good for that guy. You know, if if the tender love and care of Taylor Swift is what really gets Travis Kelsey going, so be it. I just hope she doesn't make any scathing songs about him. Because I actually I heard a song earlier today, Dear John. Do you guys know that John Mayer is a groomer? Because John Mayer was grooming Taylor Swift. She was 19, he was 32 when he was dating her. I just found that out today. I heard the song. I was listening to the song and I heard I heard the chorus for a second. I was like, wait a minute. This sounds a little crazy. And then you get further into the song and you hear her say, Oh my I was nine. It's like I was 19. Yo, Don't you think that's yo. a little too young? I was like, oh, wait a minute now. We gotta look up the time. We gotta what? look up the distance and age. What? What? We looked it up. What? Look. What? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What? We're we're on the we're on the topic of Taylor Swift. <laughs> and I discovered this information today. I don't know if I'm turning into a Swifty myself oh because my of all the coverage God. and I'm seeing her oh everywhere. Not what? What? Not what? You what is? Is going yeah, he's on done. right now. He's done. He's done. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying what I, what I discovered. I just hope that she doesn't write any diss songs about Travis Kelsey. Because her album drop, when does her album drop tonight? Does she yeah. have an album coming out? Her album comes out tonight. Taylor Swift has an album coming out tonight. Maybe I'm I'll listen sure to the, to a Taylor Swift album. Maybe she just you got to remember she just did a she just did a movie that made well, almost a million dollars. Back to it though. She did. Well, she did. She's really out here, man. Good for her. Well, breaking breaking news: Tommy Grand is uh, officially joining the Swifties. No, uh, I didn't say I was joining the Swifties. I don't know. That's what I just said like. we're we're just a little bit. I'm a little more attentive you're, to what's going you're, on. You're you you're you're listening to the album on release night. You're. you're I never said I was going to listen to. I said I might. You're in the so category. Come on, man. Hey, you're you're all. Yeah, I I'll say this. Your toes in the water. <laughs> She's she was it's no, called nineteen it's called nineteen eighty nine Taylor's version. So she literally just did another version. I know. I think I think she's re she's like re releasing it, right? Yeah, she just did another version and added different songs on it. Shout out to the special lady of my life that has um showed me Taylor Swift. Taylor showed me Taylor Swift. Yeah, Cheers. he's he's shout, he's a, shout out to the special lady in my life who's never made me suffer through Taylor Swift. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I haven't gone back and listened since, but you know, now that she's out here with Travis Kelsey and all that, you gotta, you gotta. I'd rather listen to on. Katy Perry. I would rather not Yikes. listen to Katy Perry. I'm a firework, my boy. That's crazy. <laughs> nah, what's the um? What is it? Uh, Alanis Morris said, even though that's older, that's that's more my. That's during his fire. They're playing at the grocery store earlier. All right, let's get. Bruh, I'm sorry. We got completely bruh. sidetracked. Sorry, bro. I just want to know how the G man stole a dove from from um um this the the what are the, what's their name again? The commanders. Yeah, no, the red. Somebody actually called them the Redskins. I was like, are you sure you're like? I almost said it. Too? I almost I said like it. That's like a, I feel like that's a fine. You get fined. My, you get something my, in the mail. My grandfather said so. As as long as he still say, it, I'm gonna keep saying. It. But the Kansas City at the Kansas City Chiefs games, they still go. Oh, they still do that. Florida State Seminoles, they still do that. So why is it that the Commanders at? The, hey man, questions that still need answered in twenty twenty three. I don't get it. I need yeah. G man, 
Hey, man, the G-Men play the Commanders tough. The Commanders play the Eagles tough. Because the Eagles and Commanders play this week. That's a really good question, Sad, because I, too, wondered. I was like, oh, Commanders got this game. They're just going to smoke them. And the G-Men were like, no, not today, buddy. Not today. I was baffled. But then again, once again, you can never account for Saquon. Saquon's going to do some wild shit that's always going to put you in disarray. Like, I wasn't expecting him. Like, he, he did he did well enough where, what, I'm pretty sure he scored twice or just, just once. He scored once, I know for sure. But I want to say upwards of 60 yards at least. And I'm like, bro, that's right off an of injury? Like, come on, bro. That's kind of outrageous. Uh, him and him and Waller scored. Yeah, for the for it's the just, um for the wait, oh that's right, that was the lowest scoring game of the week. It was only fourteen to seven. That's right, yeah, fourteen to seven. The issue with the Commanders we've seen over the years, and you know, obviously living in this town and being friends, I'm sure we all know, the Commanders they play to the competition. So if they're playing a really good team, they will play up to the competition. But if they're playing a bad team, they are liable to drop that game. Wow, yeah, that's insane, bro. I'm sorry. Because watch this week, like you said, Tommy, they play they play the uh the Eagles and it's plus seven. I would not be surprised if they cover that spread, not only cover that spread, but but beat them this week. No, they took them they took them to overtime. Granted, had AJ Brown not got the 15 yard penalty, and the commanders ended the Philadelphia Eagles um undefeated streak last year. So yeah, and this one, commanders... this one is in, and they got home field this time. So that's nuts, bruh. Let's just so... hope that they don't. <laughs> that Philly doesn't have another Michael. You want to hear a wild Henry stat too, though? Those are you want to hear a wild, wild stat? And this is right off the injury. So Redskins running backs, Chris Rodriguez had Uh-oh. seven carries. Brian Robinson had eight carries. Sam Howell had two carries. Antonio Gibson had two carries. Robinson had thirty-one. Rob. Uh, well, Rodriguez had 31, Robinson had 23, Sam Howell had 15 yards on the ground, more than Antonio Gibson, he had seven. Saquon Barkley had 21 carries and 77 yards. I mean, the Giants defense isn't bad as well. We have to give them credit. Dexter Lawrence is solid. Kevin Thibodeau, you know, they they all decided to show up in the um a crecky kid, you know what I mean? Like they, oh, Bobby O'Curry did team. show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What eleven tackles, seven solo tackles? That was definitely that. Was, I was not expecting that from him. The thing is, the thing is about the Giants, they just don't have any offensive weapons outside of Saquon Barkley, and I mean they added Darren Waller, which was supposed to be an answer, but Daniel Jones was he's not capable, so they sub in Ty, uh, Tyrod Taylor, who's been a journeyman, but he does play, you know. I'm not gonna say Super Bowl capable, obviously, but he's a he's a solid backup when you need him to play a couple games. If Daniel Jones can't get it together, let's say let Tyrod run this run. Let's let the season run its course with Tyrod Taylor. Maybe the Giants can play for a draft pick. You know, get some quarterbacks that are gonna be available in the draft coming up. If yeah, doubt it. Yeah, you never know. But um, there's another team I thought maybe was tanking this season also. The Denver Broncos, but they they picked up a they hung on and they picked up a win against um the Packers this past week, nineteen to seventeen, and Payton got his second win of the season. So I don't know. You think uh you think they're about to turn things around in Denver? No, no. It's probably the first time me and Sam have agreed. No, on anything. Crazy. <laughs> Well, no, we agreed about David David Montgomery earlier, so that's not true. Yeah. But... Um, it's... Right, don't worry, they got the Chiefs coming up this week, so it's going one like Russ. Russ had one ninety four and one touchdown, twenty and twenty nine. That's not bad, given given what it is. But with the receiving core you have, you should be able to get the ball out. You should be you guys should be doing more intricate routes where you guys are getting things done, and you have a running back who's supposed to be a force but barely can do anything we had us had and i won't say a spectacular year had a more had an above average year last year than what you expected a rookie running back to have and then to display the running efforts that you're giving this year are very par to where you were slated to be in my personal opinion Cortland Sutton still looks good week to week in my opinion he's been doing well um AJ Dillon in my opinion is probably 
I don't I don't like talking about him because I have Aaron Jones on fantasy. So it's just like I hate seeing him I hate seeing him flourish, but for the for the mere factor of his career, I enjoy I enjoy him flourishing, if that makes sense. Um, but and Jordan Love didn't look bad until he threw that pick, but he, Jordan Love is not he's not the huh? answer, unfortunately. He's not the answer, unfortunately, in Green Bay. I mean I I I'd love to see, you know, brother quarterbacks do what they can. But he's not the answer. He's, would you take Colin? Not... Would you take Colin Kaepernick over Jordan Love? Be serious for a second. I just asked the question. No, <laughs> no. I just, just asked the there, question. There is, there is no. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into what I was gonna get into. But short answer, no. Sorry, and I'm not trying to offend anybody. But I'm not taking Colin Kaepernick over a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL right That's now. That's fair. I just asked the question. I I know, but you were gonna. Start something that didn't need to be started, but no, I don't think that Colin Kaepernick. He's been out of the league for how many years? Going on seven, I want to say. Okay, he's not. No, he's not coming back. This isn't. This isn't the same league, man. This is not the same league. This is. He's a lot faster. You know, he wasn't that good of a quarterback back then. Granted, he went to Super Bowl, but that, that San Francisco defense has always been what it is. Colin Kaepernick was not the guy. That's besides the point. But I was I was just saying, I was just asking. Like, I've heard that comparison a lot this week, and then it's just been very confusing. So I figured I'd throw that out there. But let me see. Let I don't me, know. Let me look at gonna, looking at Denver's schedule, it's just like they got a lot of work to do for the team. They got the Chiefs next week. Then after that, they got the Bills. Then after that, they got the Vikings. Then after that, they got the Browns. Like, and I say it like that's, that because four straight losses. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, smooth. And then and five, because they got the Texans after that, then the Chargers, then the Lions. Only dub, I see them getting, only dub I see them getting out of that is the Patriots. Sorry, Wayne, but I'm just I'm just saying. Wayne Maybe the Vikings. Maybe the Vikings if Kirk Cousins doesn't show up. They start killing Mod. Well, it better not be a primetime game, because, well, never mind. I guess he debunked that. What? Nah, they don't. I don't the think bunk. they have any primetime game. They don't play. Any no, no, no. I was, I was saying, I was saying that Kirk, he, he, he performed primetime against San Francisco. Nah, so. it's an eight twenty game. Eight twenty on NBC. Eleven nineteen. Who? Kirk Cousins versus. I mean, uh, Denver versus uh Vikings. You're lying. <laughs> what week is that? What week on is ESPN. That? That's what. That's what week are we on now? Seven? Seven? No, we're on eight. He's we're not. Eight. He's not eight. lying. He's not lying. It's on week, week eleven. 11. It's week eleven. Vikings Shut at Denver point. Sunday night football. He is not lying. Why would I lie to you? Do that. And then they play the what? And then the week before that um, was that Monday night they play the Bills. That's eight fifteen p.m. That's the eleven thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Monday night they play the Bills. <laughs> the Cowboys. The, the Cowboys could. I mean, not the Cowboys. I'm sorry. The NFL could have put Steelers Browns. They could have put Jets. They could have put Jets Bills. They could have put, they put, put, they put they Eagles Chiefs would. Monday night. They they should have put them on Sunday. What are we doing in it? What is the commissioner doing, man? You know what? I guess you, if <laughs> people Rogers, need to lose their jobs. Was playing, people need to lose their been, jobs. If, if Aaron Rodgers was playing, it would have been the Jets and the Bills. Brother, Aaron Rodgers was healthy before when they made the schedule. Yes, you put that game at Sunday night, or you put that at Monday night. Yeah, and then they you didn't put, know what they were and doing. Then you put, oh, yeah. oh yeah, good point. Good you point. put Eagles Chiefs. You put Eagles Chiefs Sunday night. What are we doing, NFL? What are we talking they, about now? But I think they, I think they have to give everybody love. I think, I think you can't just have too many teams. There's a limit. There, each team has a limit. You can't, can't just you know abuse it. Oh wow! Do the Broncos, oh, do the Broncos need love? Hey, the Broncos Tell got me. a lot of love because they play. Okay, Christmas. let me. They play Christmas Eve against the Patriots. <laughs> what 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 time? Eight fifteen. You're lying. This can't be serious. I got you. So this was good. You know, on Christmas Eve, I know what I'm doing. I'm gonna be <laughs> yeah. Oh I'll my god! I'll be tucked. I'll be waiting for Santa. No, man, let me not say that. <laughs> That's hilarious. I will not I'll be, be waiting be, for. An, I will not be waiting for another grown man. Shout out to Dwight Howard. At, hey, at least the good thing is it's on NFL Net, so you, you I guess you got to. No, stream. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be going to bed early on Christmas. I'm glad that slid under the radar what I said. No, I heard you. That's a lie. No, I, I, I heard you. I'm oh, just not entertaining. Sorry. 
<laughs> it's just in basketball. But <laughs> but uh speak while we're shout while we LeBron, are shout out LeBron and the red and the red wine. And while while we're on the That's Broncos though, we also gotta bring up how Kareem Jackson got suspended. Uh it was initially four games, but now it's been turned to two. So uh I don't know, man. This, you know what? this league just yeah, tackle people how you were taught to tackle people when you were a child. Don't make it any more difficult. Let me let me say something because I've been watching a bunch of old clips when when the NFL was the NFL. We was hitting guys. The game was physical. You know, just listening to Ray Lewis talk is why I watched the uh, you know the NFL 100 year anniversary. Willie Willie Lanier, LT Ray Lewis. Who was the other linebackers over there? Mike Singletary and somebody else. It was physical, man. Kareem Anderson, or what's his name? Sorry, Kareem Jackson. Come on, man. Hit these guys. Play football, man. Let these guys play football. I don't know how you guys feel, but let these guys play football. Yeah. I mean, it's it's disappointing at this point. Like, I just feel like every sports in general is just becoming softer and softer as the years go by. And I'm getting I'm kind of getting tired of it. Um, I need I need the old NFL back. I might have to start watching some old clips with you, man, because it's getting it's getting scary out here. <laughs> They're gonna start bubble wrapping guys soon. And I, I get it, you know, offense is fun to watch, but the defense just just I don't know, man. Just let these let these guys. Some explosive hit, man. hits, man. Let's get some. Yeah, they they turn went from jacked up to you getting mossed and like getting mossed. Like yeah, it's cool, but nothing like the ESPN highlight, the prime time jacked up. There's nothing like that, man. It's a different time, but I guess CTE is 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 at an all time high. We can't have that. So yeah. yes, I, I get it. CTE is a bad thing. <laughs> Jeez. Well, <laughs> let's get right into the next one. Who in the world is Tyson Badgett? A five-year starter at a Shepherd, man. Five-year starter who broke every school record. Uh, let's see. He, I would hope so. He was there for five years. I'm yeah, sorry. in twenty in twenty-one, he he was named the Harlan Hill Trophy, and uh, he, I guess he got that award back in twenty-one. But I don't. Other than that, I mean, I don't. I don't know much out of him. He's an undrafted rookie. Got his first NFL start, and he won a game. And and he gets another start. So well, if he wins let's again, put it this way, he gets another start because uh, Justin Fields is injured. Do we think he would have started if Justin Fields wasn't injured? I don't think so. I still feel like Justin Fields would have came back and started this game if Justin Fields was healthy. Personally. But- but now there, this is a Sunday night football game, right? Against a good team in the Chargers. What if he wins this game? Do you do you bring Justin Fields back if he's healthy next week? Oh no, he starts again. He starts until he loses at this point. If if he wins this, if he beats the Chargers off of his performance, not defensive performance, although that's me giving the Bears a lot of credit that that shouldn't be giving them currently. Um, if they can go out and they can execute and he can beat the Chargers put up 200 plus yards. That's saying something that's saying that you can't blame coaches. Cause he's doing this. The coaches was telling them to do. So that now puts in question what anything that Justin Fields said about the coaching that he didn't want to blame on himself instead of taking the accountability. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Cause like I said, what that was his first start. First start, he had a 72.1 completion rate, 245 passing, one touchdown, a 40 point, it was like 49.5 QB rating. So it's just it's one of those situations you gotta let it play out. I mean, you really don't have a choice because Fields is out right now. It's like even if Justin Fields wasn't out, what other quarterback do you have? You would have to go out and pick one up. You know what I'm saying? Realistically. So it's it's gonna be interesting. I think other than that, they are healthy on the receiving core. Let me double back. Um but other than that, if they're all healthy receiving wise, they should be fine. Yeah, I think they're only missing they're missing St. Brown's brother, and he's like what six five. But other than that, they got DJ Moore. Um, Daryl Mooney's a good target. Tyler Scott's a nice rookie addition. Their running back core is really the only thing that is like very iffy, in my personal opinion, that they lack in, and their offensive line is kind of out. Their two main starters in their offensive line are out. So it's just going to be an interesting game. I'd like, but like you said, if, if he wins, 
I think he'll start. I think he'll stay in and start. I mean, they are, I'm pretty sure that the Bears feel that Justin Fields is not the future right now. So, I mean, rock with what you got, especially if he beats the uh, the, sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm with you. I'm with you, Sam. Let him, let him rock out, man. Let him do his thing. Because I surely didn't know who he was. Thank you, FA, for letting me know. And Sam, thank you for letting me know, because I was like, who are you talking about in pre-production? I was like, who is this guy? Hey, shout so, out Wikipedia and, and, and ESPN for, for the vital information, because – before I read up on that, I ain't know either. But shout out to Shepard, my cousin. My cousin was a running back at Shepard, so shout out to them. <laughs> yeah, my cousin was a hooper at Shepard, so and that's how I figured. I found out through him who who he was, and I did my research, and I was like, oh, five years, you broke a lot of records. Nice. Yeah, well, stay stay away from the clan. Let's let we got to see what he can do this Sunday night football because the lights <laughs> will be the lights will be bright, <laughs> and it'll be only it'll only be one game on, so. We'll be watching uh but speaking of speaking of lights bright, speaking of only one game on, this past Monday night, I had a smile from from ear to ear when I watched the 49ers go down yet again. You know, it was just a beautiful sight to see. It's something that I it should I wish it would be three straight losses, but we're not gonna get into that. But to see these two straight losses is 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 a wonderful thing. Debo being out definitely hurt them, but McCaffrey, I mean, he was still in there. So, I mean, what's the excuse? They can't run the ball the whole time, and Ayuk and Ayuk is mid. When you don't have Debo to take a factor away, Ayuk becomes mid. Ayuk is not a good enough receiver, in my personal opinion, to flourish without somebody else to take the light off. And and once again, this is what week two without Debo, and we've seen it. Even with Kittle there, there's still not enough for you to break out because Kittle is so iffy in the way that Brock Purdy plays. But shout out to Brock Purdy for helping me get through my fantasy league and winning that. Shout out to that. That was that that L went to you, right? El Jefe? Question question mark. Brock Purdy, that Brock Purdy helped me get that double on me, right? Besides the point. Um, but it's it's just <laughs> yikes. Uh, but it's it's just one of those situations where, like, looking back, you kind of got to think and like, really, where are you gonna? What else can you do, and how else to maneuver when we're not getting things done on the ground? Christian McCaffrey can run the ball all the time, realistically, but how often is he gonna get further and further? as far as you want him to get when you're not being able to be diverse with the ball. Like, cause what Christian McCaffrey had what uh, last week? Do you know uh, TG? Actually, hold on. I can tell you Christian McCaffrey had 15 carries last week, 15 carries for 45 yards, average of three, and they still had a touchdown. So once again, if you look at that and then breaking down, uh, Kittle and Ayuk both had five receptions. Uh, Kittle had 78 yards. Ayuk had 57. Like, when you play against a team like that, and for the fact of the matter, you sit in here. And then also, since we were talking about San Fran's defense, the fact that Jordan Addison had seven receptions for 123 yards and two touchdowns on San Fran defense without Justin Jefferson playing is very concerning to me. I was actually just having a conversation earlier about San Francisco. Well, more specifically, Fred Warner being the best defensive player in the NFL, not named T.J. Watt. Brock Purdy put them in a bad situation with the two interceptions, obviously. Um, anytime you play like that, you know, with Brock Purdy not being one of those players that does turn the ball over often, he's pretty safe with the ball and playing in the system that he does play in. You know, you put a, situ you put a team in a situation that doesn't really – that's not really used to being in that situation. You know, you kind of have to react to adversity. And these guys, from what it seemed like, just couldn't really necessarily react to it. And Christian McCaffrey coming back from injury or, you know, dealing with the injury. Um, we're saying, wait, Debo didn't play? Because I actually didn't watch that game. I, I tried to stay away from San Francisco. What, last night? Yeah. No, no Debo's been out. out. Debo was out. Yeah so, yeah, so Debo's still out. Yeah, so, I mean – even though Debo isn't the primary target anymore because Brandon Ayuk is, 
when you take somebody off the field as dynamic as Debo Samuel, it, it as we're as we are seeing, it's hurting Brock Purdy and that system. So, and Christian McCaffrey also put the ball on the ground, fumbled and lost. You know they didn't they didn't Minnesota recovers the ball. So, you know I think these turnovers are really hurting San Francisco. They're giving teams they're putting teams in positions to, you know, score quickly on the San Francisco on the San Francisco defense. That is. I mean, it's a very daunting task to do, but you turn the ball over on short field and most NFL teams are all professionals at the end of the day. So at some point they're going to strike gold. So I don't know what San Francisco is going to do, especially now with him, with Brock Purdy and concussion protocol. Again, going back to how I feel, you know, sometimes you just got to hit they're the gonna quarterback. They're going to be straight. Gotta, I mean, they'll be straight down the road, but. They got Sam know, Donald coming off the bench. I feel like it's sweet. Sam Donald is not the guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but, not, I'm not impressed. I'm just not impressed. Not impressed whatsoever. But I, mean, I mean, to be fair, he he, he can he can fill the role that they need. But they're you know they're going up against I, Cincinnati. Cincinnati's starting to click right now. So, but just I don't, even, I don't see him even going that. back looking at Debo. Like Debo hasn't had a full game since he played Jaw, and even when he played Jaw, he only had three receptions for 55 yards. And then going back and looking at last year's Debo, around this time he was averaging just about over 100 yards a game. But once again. That's also without Christian McCaffrey. So adding Christian McCaffrey changed the dynamic of how their offense is ran now, which I feel like is instead of adding Christian McCaffrey to the offense that they were automatic that already were running, I feel like they've changed it to cater around Christian, which is the same thing that the Panthers did, and that's why you never had DJ Moore getting the ball when he was supposed to be getting the ball. Seems like they're taking away less from the receivers than what you would expect them to be as far as how they were last year, in my personal opinion. Because, like, even still, they do move the ball quite a few receptions. Like I said, 18 team, rece- 18 team receptions on the ground, 41 re- forty-one uh, touches on the ground as a total. Like, it, it varies from week to week. But even still, like, looking back, Debo's at the lower percentage of majority of all of this compared to where he was at last year. And I feel like, it's also changing the offensive format on how things are being ran over there, which I feel like is what's hurting them um, currently. Yeah, well, we'll see what ends up happening with the 49ers and, and uh, Brock getting in concussion protocol. I, I, I don't think that's any good for them. That That's, that's a, it's a spell of misery. But I mean, sounds right. They'll be, they'll be fine. There's, there's not going to really be any, shortcomings towards the end of the season once the playoffs I mean gets I mean in. they'll still they'll still win the division. Um and I just think right now it might be a little shaky if you have Sam Darnold at quarterback. Um I don't think he's at I don't think he's that great. And if you still have Debo out, do you really expect him to go out and get a win? Um especially against the Bengals. I mean he well Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy are two different two different quarterbacks. Sam Donald's a quarterback that tends to rely more on his tight ends versus Brock Purdy tends to really runs uh tends to rely more on his slot receivers. So I will I will say this. Um after this game, they have a bye week. So I could definitely see them just going ahead, letting Debo rest this week, letting uh oh, Brock sit out this week. I could definitely play. even I could definitely even even see them go ahead and say, McCaffrey, you know, sit this one out just because we got a bye week next week. Go ahead, drop this game and come no, back strong after no. the bye week. I could see they it. They just lost it? two straight. Isn't and that? Could... Isn't this week a divisional we... game too? Who do they play this no, week? No, they, they play the Bengals. They play the Bengals. But the that, but, I'm, is, but I'm saying they, after, after the bye week, McCaffrey has a streak. McCaffrey has after, a streak going. He has a touchdown streak going. After the bye week, they play. They play the Jags at the Bucks, oh, the Seahawks. They're gonna go. They're gonna go on a straight up win streak after that. Regardless, yeah, in my eyes, they're not gonna. They're not gonna rest. They're not resting McCaffrey. You need McCaffrey. I mean, yeah, he, he he's still on the streak. No, yeah. he's not. Oh, oh yeah, yes. No, he he he's he's still on the streak. No, no, he's not. He hasn't. He, he, yeah, he, 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 he scored, scored he a touchdown. Score, no, he didn't score against Minnesota. He didn't score against Cleveland. He had a reception touchdown. Yes, he did. Are I, is it receptions included in that as well? It's any any time. No, it's any just touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, it's just he scored a touchdown in any in any way. And it, yeah, a receiving sure? a rushing touchdown. Yeah, it's just yes. him him just getting a touchdown. Just the player. That's his. That that's what they're talking about right now. I forgot how long it's been, but it's been a, it's definitely been over a season. 
at this point. I mean, it's it's, a, it's an incredible. I don't see it. What am I missing? I'm pretty sure he's gotten one every week at this point. Hold on, I'm checking. You said the Browns. It was a receiving touchdown. Full box score. Yes. Okay. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Three yards, nine. Uh, three receptions, nine yards, one TD. Okay. Yeah. So it was a pop pass. He scored a touchdown in 16 straight games. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, pretty much almost a full season. So yeah, which, he'll is, continue, which is crazy. He'll, he'll continue. He'll continue to play until he doesn't score. <laughs> no, that's, I'm just saying he's. I'm pretty sure you get bread for that. When you get bread when you beat certain accolades, if I'm correct, it's a bonus right. on your check. If I'm not, if I'm not wrong, uh, yeah. And apparently, no if you if you kept betting for him to score at any time touchdown, you would have made forty. I'm sorry, four hundred eighty thousand during this streak. If you kept like rolling over the money that you've won on each bet, you'd have made yeah. four hundred eighty thousand eighty thousand dollars. Wow, that's crazy. Well, I would have pulled out at two forty. See you. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy, crazy part is. Crazy part is the one week somebody going to bet or the one week I would bet, he's not going to score. So I'm saying I was, you know, I was going to say that, but I'm just gonna. I don't want to put that. I don't want to put that in the air. But you got to wait till the odds are nuts and then just say let go and let God. <laughs> I'm not betting anymore ever. Yikes. That's a that's a that's a crazy thing to say ever. That's that's a, that's, that's a long look. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, I know how I feel. All right. Well, you know it is what it is. Maybe you know I I just say this: never say never. Just never say never. I will never say never. I will fight. I will fight forever. Whenever <laughs> down. I'm oh, sorry. All right. <laughs> okay, slides though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> ah, let's get it. Let's get right into the last thing before we get up out of here. We got to tap in with college football. Y'all know this every week, real quick. Get to the little NCAA corner. Should teams take for Caleb Williams or Drake Drake May? In my personal opinion, I don't think either one of these quarterbacks should be tanked for. Give me MPJ. Michael Penix Jr. Yes, sir. I'm taking him. Yikes. I mean, you're not necessarily wrong. I think that was a, a fair point, but I think I'm sorry. I I, I was I was reading. I'm, I'm thinking about the notes we were talking about. Yeah, no. Um, I, I'm going Drake May. I'm still going Drake May, but Michael Penix Jr. is probably a a, a solid. Safe choice as well. Caleb Williams struggles against good defenses, as we've seen in the last two weeks. So, and I mean, he even, he not, I don't want to say struggled against Colorado, but when the you know game was on the line, they made adjustments. He started to you know, stifle a little bit. So, I, I, I like Drake May and I like Michael Pettix Jr. In, in both situations. I almost want to say I like Bo Nix more. No, I don't really like Bo Nix more than Caleb Williams. But Caleb's better figure it out. And USC said that they might, I think the rumor is they may, Sit them for the rest of the season now that they're probably going to not have a chance of getting into the playoff. So, hey man, Caleb, he's coming back, shot. bro. He's not going to Chicago, he's not going to go to hey Chicago, man. so he'll stay. I'm telling you now, bro. If he stays and he ends up getting hurt, or he that's on him, that's on him, and he know that. But once again, I'm telling you now, he not le- he's not going to Chicago, bro. Like, I'm looking at a slated mock draft, and when was this published? This was published. 10 minutes ago, two actually two days ago currently. Um, they got the mock draft as of current, they got Chicago at one taking Caleb Williams, uh, Arizona at two taking Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, Chicago at three taking Latura Lata, uh Latu, Latuinatu, Latua, so whatever that is. Uh the defensive end from UCLA. Four, they got Denver taking Drake May. Or <laughs> <Where> the <do> UCLA. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of clever. That's actually funny. Um, five, they oh, got. I just had a sweater on. I know, no, that's what I'm saying. That was I wasn't expecting oh. it to be somebody from UCLA, so I was like, God, oh, that's kind of clever. That's kind of luck. Um, New York Giants are taking Keenan. I mean, Keon Coleman, a wide receiver from Florida State. And then who else? That's I'll just do the first ten. And then New England's taking Amiris and a oh offensive tackle, Green Bay, Owalu Fashionu. An offensive tackle from Penn State. 
uh, Chargers, Brock Bowers, tight end from Georgia, eight, Tennessee, nine, Tyler Gutton, offensive tackle, Oklahoma, and then 10, Jared Verse, defensive end from Florida State. That's like the slated top 10 currently. So, it's, 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 and I, once again, that's going to have influx. And once again, I feel like, like you said, if if Caleb if Caleb Williams does not do the draft, Drake May will go first to uh, to Cleveland. I mean, not to Cleveland, to Chicago. I do see that. Yeah, I just I just think when you're looking at Drake May, what he's offering, you know, what he what what we've seen from Drake May versus what K what Caleb Williams has shown in the past two weeks, like his stock is almost dropping. You know what I mean? Like it's he's performed bad. <clears throat> like obviously you, know, you don't want to. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that, but. <laughs> throw pause. I'm not getting to that anyway. Let's move forward. I, I think Caleb has to be careful with what he wants to do right now because you're only as good as your last game. His last two games have not been great by any means. Notre Dame smoked him. They had him looking like he was seeing ghosts on the field. What do you what do you have? Two or three turnovers in the first half. So he I don't know. It, I don't know if he wants to go out there and play against one of the better teams that they have left on the schedule just to show that he can do it. Because if he doesn't, and again, like what you're saying, if he goes back because he doesn't want to go to Chicago and he has another one of these outings against a good college defense, teams are going to be like, all right, well, why do, why should we draft you? Why should we waste our time? Especially with what he's asking for too. Because he wants what stock? He wants um, part ownership in, one of the, in the team that drafts him. Like he's yeah, asking crazy. for a lot. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's absolutely that's, crazy. But, you know, back to what you were saying about that um, top 10 draft order, I'm kind of surprised what you said about the Cardinals. I'm I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. I'm surprised because I would think they would probably go after a quarterback instead of a receiver, but I'm I'm also not surprised. I guess maybe they still have faith in Kyler somewhere down the line, but I don't know. Well, they, I would put think on, they put capital on Kyler. They definitely trust Kyler. I don't know. I can't trust him anymore. I don't know how they do, but, hey. It is what it is. I think I think when Kyler gets another weapon like D Hop, he'll be fine. Zach Ertz is on his way out. He really don't have any like. And I won't say that. I'll take that back. I was about to say he doesn't have any weapons because Hollywood is there now. Um, granted, he's not playing this year. I feel like him there with Hollywood now. Hollywood would be doing excellent, in my personal opinion. Um, Zach Ertz would look better if Kyler was playing versus Josh Joshua Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs is what I feel like everyone assumes Kyler was, which is that quarterback, I don't see anything, I'm going to run. Like, feel like Josh does that more than Kyler does, or Kyler did when Kyler was playing. Kyler at least still looked for available options. Josh tucks it immediately when he gets scared. When it gets spooky, he's gone. He's like Shaggy. He's out of there. Sometimes you have to do that, though. You, you which, well, no, which is fair. But I'm saying, if – like they used to get on Kyler more for that, but I feel like Joshua Dobbs does that more than what Kyler did. Granted, the circumstances that Kyler was in, but even still, I feel like on the runs, Kyler still finds the pass more than Joshua Dobbs does, in my personal opinion. IMO. Well, that's fair. Bro said IMO. It's been a day of abbreviations, but that's outside of this. <laughs> that's outside of this. That's a different conversation. <laughs> Oh man! When is Kyler coming back? Um, let me check. That's a great question. I actually know they because they said they, they said the time he's supposed to come back, Call of Duty Three is dropping or something like that. Some new Call of Duty. Yeah, dropping, he's so yeah he's not coming back. He's if that's the case, we won't see him on the field. And if we do see him on the field, bet against him every week. No, he's still on the publis. They have him on the publis still when he got injured originally. It was what? And they said Cardinals okay with physical risk of Kyler's return. So they're they're willing to risk him playing. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Um, yeah, so he went out, I want to say, that was like before season started, they have. Yeah, that's absolutely terrible. But, I mean... Uh, the Cardinals were going towards ACL, their, their didn't season, he? Their season's done, anyways. Even if Kyler there's comes back, there's 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 no chance. They have zero chance. Yeah, well, at this point, it'd be no purpose to let him play. But if he like they said, they may let him play if he wants to. I mean, 
we'll definitely see what happens um, with Kyler. But I, I mean, personally for me, I, I don't even think he needs to come back this season. There's, there's no, I don't think there's any chance of them making the playoffs. Uh, definitely no chance of them winning that division. So might as well just sit at home and continue to play Call of Duty on your PlayStation. That's just me. What was that? Man, they just said it feels like Kurt, they just said it feels like Murray's return is an imminent. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But <laughs> outside of that, I appreciate everybody for stopping by this week. Thanks for watching. You can follow us at IG at views from the dot fifty. YouTube views from the 50 podcast, Spotify and Google views from the 50. And other than that, we'll see y'all next week.